0: Hey everyone, before we get into today's episode, I wanted to announce a special collaboration with All Trails. They have given me three free annual pass coupon codes um, to give away to my listeners. Now, in order to win, what you have to do is you have to leave a review on Apple Podcasts about the podcast. Um, it can be anything one star, five stars, I don't really care. Um, but try to say something nice, and then what you're going to have to do is screenshot your review once it's submitted and send it to me on Instagram, at Luke Blessed. That's the way to enter. You have until, so from July 31st to August 7th to submit a review. It takes a couple days to show up, um, and then I will be giving away the three raffled All Trails Pro Annual Codes. August 10th. All Trails is what I've been using for every single hike that I've done. It's great. It shows you um, the length, average length, the skill level you need, what items are really important. It has reviews, collective reviews from lots of people. So it gives you a huge understanding of what you need to be to do to be prepared for that hike. It's beautiful. I use it all the time and will continue to do so, as, especially as I head into Banff and British Columbia. So again, leave a review, screenshot, send it to my Instagram at Lukeblest anytime between July 31st and August 7th for your chance to win one of three free pro subscriptions to AllTrails. And thank you, AllTrails, for collaborating with me. Awesome that they've uh, that they've done this. So I look forward to it. And now we'll get into today's episode.
1: Cross my heart, don't hope to die. These highways I can't wait to drive. Who knows where you'll find me? we across these countries.
0: Hello, world. It has been a while. I actually don't know when the last time I recorded was because time is not real. Um, right now it is Thursday, August 5th, 1030 in the morning. I am just outside of Lake Louise after two days of pretty intensive hiking um kind of relaxing this morning i slept in until nine which is sleeping in for me um but i'm going to recount the last two days um to kind of catch you up i'm going to do it in different episodes so that it doesn't overlap i don't like doing that Just trying to give it to you plain and simple, day-by-day breakdowns. So August 3rd was a Tuesday, I believe. And that is the day I met up with Angela, my friend's girlfriend's friend, who's also car camping right now and was looking alone and was looking to hike with someone. And uh, that person ended up being me. So that was pretty cool. So I met Angela at around 11 o'clock in the morning, which is really awesome. I thought she was going to make me meet up earlier than that. Um, But no, she said 11. And so I'm like, okay, cool. I have things to do. I have things to prep. I have time to prep in the morning. I can sleep in a little bit. Not too bad. So then we met up at around 11, just outside of Calgary. And we drove over to Banff. Um, We more in the yeah, Banff area. So Banff is big. It has Lake Louise. But this was actually like in the city of Banff. Um, while we were driving there, I forgot. Like So basically what happens is on the left, there's like three or four lanes to buy a park pass. And I was following her because she's the one that kind of knew the area. And she didn't go into the park pass lane. So I'm like, oh, shit. Oh, no. I don't have a park pass. So I kind of just drove by. And then I'm like, we had to pull over on the side of the road because I, I called her and I was like, hey, I don't I don't have like a national park pass. I can't just drive in like you can. Um, so I had to to buy one, which honestly, 20 bucks for about three days of doing stuff is not bad in Ontario. You had to pay like 15 bucks for one day at Lake Superior. So, um, yeah, bought a park permit for three days. The fifth is still one of those days. So I'm going to do some light hiking today. Um, but yeah, we had to pull over to the side of the road, the side of the highway. Well, cars are going really fast past us. That was fun to kind of discuss that. Um, so we had to go into Banff, buy that for me so that we could go and park and do all the hikes. So then we went over to the Sea Level Cirque Trail. Um, <clears throat> on all trails, it is ranked as moderate. Um, you learn pretty quickly that moderate out here is not the same as moderate in anywhere else, um, for the most part, like moderate out here is way more challenging because almost every hike, no matter if it's easy or whatever, is going to be at an incline and pretty high up. Um, so I thought that hike was pretty hard, uh, mainly because I think it'd been like a week since I hiked. So it took me a while to get into it uh, like the first 30 minutes. I was drinking a ton of water. I was panting. After that, I thought it evened out quite a bit. And I was able to... um Someone's yelling outside of their car right now. And I have no idea why. I'm parked up and this person, they got like a refitted ambulance. They just started yelling like... Something out of their car, and I don't know who they're yelling to. Um, so, yeah, for the first first 30 minutes, I was drinking a ton of water. And then it started to kind of evened out. Um, not the hike, but I feel like I got my muscles warmed up, my heart warmed up a little bit. But, like, Angela was trying to talk to me on the way up, and I was like, Angela, I, I don't think I can talk, like, at all. So we started playing some music um, to keep the bears away. Uh, Because that's a really good hack if you can't talk then you should play music I had a friend say bring a bell and had other friends say don't bring a bell because bells can't attract bears And because you're in Banff, which is a touristy area, there are some bears that apparently like to play (laughs) um, And might come down to play if they see a uh, or hear a bell So I kind of just stuck with the music But yeah, the hike is mostly at a pretty steep incline, especially at the start and then It does seem to get a little bit better. And then at the end or like the last hour, hour of like hiking, not hour worth of like distance. um, Or is it the other way around? I don't know. But basically it gets really steep. Like once you get out of the trees, it gets pretty steep at certain areas where there's lots of scree. And scree is just loose rock. Um, So it can be really slippery, especially when it's wet. Fortunately, it wasn't wet, but even when it's not wet, you can basically just spill and collapse on those rocks um, and then slide or hurt yourself or whatever, So, especially when it's really steep. So there was a couple moments of that that were a little bit like jarring, I guess, and you just have to be really careful with your footing and and make sure that you're not uh, off balance too much. So that was uh, a bit challenging as you get to the top, and especially when it's really steep. So... Uh, There were parts where it's really rooted, really dirty uh, or really, yeah, dirt, dirt, dirty Um, that are pretty easy to to climb, but it is at a steep level. There are parts where you could scramble. And so if you don't know what scrambling is, scrambling is when there's like big rocks and you just kind of like have to use your hands a bit because it's pretty steep um, and you can like push yourself over the rocks. You don't have to do that. I don't think we did that at all. Um, You might have to do it when you get to the top. Like there's a part where it's like literally a 70 degree angle probably. And people say that you should, um, like where you get to that point, it's not the top. You have to scramble a little bit and climb up that spot in order to actually get to the top. I didn't do that. Angela did that a bit. And uh, I just didn't feel safe doing it with the equipment and the, the degree that it was at. But overall, the hike I thought was pretty challenging. Um, mainly because of the different parts where you really have to like pay attention to what you're doing and the different scree, uh, the different scree spots. Um, I bought trekking poles because on the way down, it can really help with, um, balance and finding spots in the dirt to like, make sure that you, if you do fall, you're like supported a little bit. So they were like on sale at Eddie Bauer for $45. So I bought some there. Um, and I think they helped a bit. I don't know. I can't really tell. Uh, but they're definitely really useful or they make you feel a little bit more safe. So that's why I bought them. And then uh, on the decline, we met three lovely women that we talked to for a bit who were all thinking about going to the top. And then we're like, because they asked how far from the top they were. And I always like to say it's a 30 minute. It's because I, I time it from the start of the the incline and I stop it and then I start my Fitbit to decline uh, just to see how how fast we did it and I I always tell people when they ask well we've been descending for 30 minutes and then that kind of gives them idea of okay it's at least a 45 minute to an hour up incline um, because you can probably go you definitely go a little bit faster on the decline than you do on the incline not too much But really at the top is where the biggest gap exists in terms of, uh, incline and decline. Uh, so that at least that's my perspective is like, that's where the, the real gap, like if you're 20 minutes more, if it took 20 minutes less to decline than incline, basically all that 20 minutes, I would say are in the top 45 minutes of climbing because that's where you really have to be a little bit more steady, more careful on the decline. Um but also that's where it gets really hard to incline and you take a lot of pauses. Um so all, overall I thought the sea level circ trail was pretty challenging. Um as hard as sleeping giant? I'm not really sure. Sleeping giant wasn't was more like distance hard. Uh there is a part where it goes really steep for a while, but I think the consistency of incline is almost more challenging in a lot of ways. So we declined and then we went over to Banff to get food. We walked like the main street where there's all the market spots and like touristy traps and all that stuff. Um, but we got really, I got a pretty good pizza and, uh, a beer. That's like my reward, I guess. I I always try to get like some sort of local craft beer or citrusy cider or whatever. Um, and then it was like 10 o'clock and I was like, Hey, I know we're trying to do a sunrise." at Moraine Lake tomorrow, um, and we have to be up at 4.30, I am pretty useless on anything less than seven hours of sleep, which was already guaranteed that I was going to get less than seven hours. So I'm like, we should probably head to the car park now, um, and, and sleep up there so that, uh, I can get some rest. So we did that. We arrived at the car park around maybe 11, I think. And, uh, that was the day. So now I'm going to record the next episode. But that was August
1: 3rd. Today I might just quit that 9 to 5 and drive everywhere. Beneath clear blue skies, and maybe I'll go on a hundred hikes. I'll pack my life in this SUV and may just travel endlessly. Across these countries, I hope to find just where I'm meant to be. 1400 hours later, when these roads fit come home, I'll have met so many mountains, great lakes, and every stone. I may seem far away, but just a call away by phone Cross my heart, don't hope to die These highways I can't wait to drive Who knows where you'll find me